Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 86 of the podcast, and it's entitled The Learning Curve of Living a Guided Life. Now, as a single person, believe me or believe me, every single person around us is giving us advice. They're telling us what to do, they're 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 sharing their best knowledge, whatever it is. And sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's not. But there's something that is always helpful. And that is this, that's listening to this guidance. Now, you'll hear on this podcast the wording, I, I, I believe in Heavenly Father, God, and the Spirit. And if you're a person that believes in the universe or the inner voice or whatever it is for you, you can just kind of, you can just kind of translate. But one thing that I've realized in my life is the more that I've listened to the Spirit, the better my life is. Now, I did a... I, I had the the coolest privilege to do a podcast interview with my mentor, Michael Neal. And I just did that recently, but it'll probably come out next week. And you know what's interesting? Out of all the things that we could have talked about, we ended up talking about this. We ended up talking about living this guided life. What if you could live a life that was so amazing, so incredible, took you to all kinds of incredible places and, met, and help you meet all kinds of people simply by listening to this guidance that comes through the Spirit. Now, we talked about like why people don't do that. And one of us brought up how there's, I think it was Michael Neal brought up how there's a learning curve. And I want to first of all share with you guys a little bit about my learning curve in learning to live this guided life. Now, please understand, I am not there. I am not at that point that every moment, every second of my day, every choice I make is always the right choice. But I'm striving to be. Now, when I first came across what's called the three principles, which was created by a man named Sidney Banks, that people wanted to talk about the principles, which are mind, consciousness, and thought. And, and I tried to understand, and I tried to grasp, and I tried to figure out what was important about this. And it wasn't until I was listening to a bunch of recordings in a row that it finally clicked at least at the basic level of, wait a second, are they really just talking about how we're guided? We become more conscious and aware that we're guided and that we have thoughts come through our head that either come from, you know, the spirit or, or come from, I guess there's, there's other places they can come from too. And not even just, not even just the adversary or the crazy leprechaun voice. But even once, you know, once we've taken stuff in, like into our heads, it sticks there a little bit longer. 
know, it's like once we put something in our brain, it's, it's not like we can just pull it out instantly. And that's one of the things that I, I heard a little bit on Michael Neal's uh, book called The Space Within. But coming back to this, like this learning curve about listening to this guidance, about a year ago, actually, so about two years ago, those of you that follow me on Instagram saw that I started what was called the It's Possible Challenge. And I did it for a little while, but after a while, it gets super hard. And so I actually changed it. The original idea for the challenge was to say, okay, what am I going to get done this week? What is the one single thing that I'm feeling inspired and guided to get done this week? But it was taking me so long. I mean, if you guys have seen the Simpsons drawings that I've done online, and if you haven't, you can just look on, you can look on my Instagram under the story highlights. But they would, so I've done uh, Homer Simpson dressed as the Joker. I've also done a, a Marie Kondo based comic on the Simpsons. And, but these, these take a really long time, like a really long time. I mean, the, the Homer Joker picture took me at least 20 plus hours and, but I was able to finish it. And so I started all these different challenges that I wanted to complete for most of my life. And then, as I said, the, they got hard. And the reason they got hard is because I didn't realize at the time Whatever I'm inspired to do in that moment is the most important thing. Whatever it is that Heavenly Father's inspiring me to do, that is the most important thing. Now, after doing that for a while, I, about a year ago, I started, I felt really inspired to do more of those comics, not just drawings, but like entire comics. And if you've seen the Simpsons one I did with Mel Robbins, um, which I, I drew all that via hand and computer, like the entire comic strip I drew. And it was interesting because I had a conversation at that time with Michael Neal and I said, Michael, I feel inspired to do these drawings, yet I also need to work on my business. And Michael said at the time, he said, well, Joseph, work on your drawings until you're inspired to work on your business. However, I didn't do that. So why didn't I do that? It's probably the same reason that a lot of people don't believe that they can live this type of guided life. I didn't think it would work. I, I didn't think it would work that I could sit around drawing comics even though I'd been inspired to do that. I didn't think that would bring me business. And so what happened after finishing that, that comic? I stopped. Because I thought I had to get back to doing real business stuff. Well, first of all, the business waters are so crowded anyways. You have to do something that's creative, something fun. Something that's going to stand out above everybody else. Now, there's a cool scripture. It's in a book called the Book of Mormon. 
And in the Book of Mormon, it's in the book of 1 Nephi 17, verse 1. I'm sorry, 1 Nephi 18, verse 1. And in the latter part of the verse, it says, And the Lord did show me from time to time after what manner I should work the timbers of the ship. And then it goes on in the next verse, and it says, Now I, Nephi, did not work the timbers after the manner which was learned by men. Neither did I build the ship after the manner of men, but I did build it after the manner which the Lord had shown unto me. Wherefore, it was not after the manner of men. And it even goes on and says, I, Nephi, did go, go into the mount oft, and I did pray oft unto the Lord. Wherefore, the Lord showed unto me great things. And then the next verse says, My brethren beheld that it was good, and that the workmanship thereof was exceedingly fine. So they were taught by God how to build this ship. And it's stressed in there over and over and over that it wasn't after the manner of men. Now, while the, the things of the manner of men may work, I'm not saying that they don't. If you could get a step-by-step, you, you know, it's kind of like if any of you ever used a Cliff Notes book, you know, maybe you had a report or something that was due in college or high school, and you use one of those Cliff Notes books that just shows you the best parts or the most important parts. I think it's a little bit like that as we start turning and looking more for guidance from Heavenly Father and the Spirit. I really do. And and I know, guys, I really understand some of this might sound crazy to some of you. But the more that I follow what I'm guided to do, the more my life becomes happier and more amazing. Now, coming back to this comic strip that I did about a year ago for for Mel Robbins. I had a lot of fun doing it. I really did. I enjoyed it. And except for the thinking on my mind that I should be doing something else, that thinking, unless it leaves you peace, is generally not direction from Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father speaks to us through very specific direction. I mean, I've learned now that how, for the better part, to decipher. If it's coming from him, it gives me peace. And if it's not, it just kind of doesn't, it just feels a bit off. Now, after I did that really cool comic, and it, and it even got a decent response, I stopped. Because, like I said, it takes a long time. I got to get back to businessy stuff. And then recently, so like I said, this is about a year ago. And then recently I had an experience where I was basically told that I needed to stop worrying about everything I thought was important and just do the things that God wanted me to do. And the funny thing is with, if you guys follow along on, the, on my social media page with the It's Possible Challenge, two years ago or however long ago that started, that came to me very strongly. I don't know if you've had impressions in your life where you remember exactly where you were. I still remember exactly where I was when that came. That's how strongly that came and that's how important that was. And I still stopped. But recently I had an 
I just felt like it was time to really reboot that. And I'm trying to remember the first one, the first thing that I did even for that reboot. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I know a few of them have been editing five chapters in in a week, and I've done that twice. And the one I just did before that one was finishing the Marie Kondo comic that I'd felt inspired to do. I also recently asked Michael Neal on a, another call I was on with him, I said, should I do the things that people tell me to do? Or should I do the things that the Spirit is guiding and telling me to do? And, and I pretty much laughed as I asked this question, right? And, and, it was, and that wasn't exactly the question. I don't remember the exact question, but that's kind of the gist of it. And it was like, well, of course, listen to the Spirit. Well, something interesting happens when we really do that. When we start taking, like, we feel that we have to take all of it on ourselves. However, as I've been reading the Bible recently, I have seen so many stories where God basically just goes in and does it for them. I mean, one of my favorite examples is lately is walking around the city seven times or marching around the city seven times. Not the best battle strategy, except when it comes from God. Every one of you are inspired to do something right now. You might be fearful to do it. You might be scared to do it. Hey, I'm, I'm there too sometimes. But every one of us is inspired. It's just they're tiny, tiny promptings. They're tiny inspirations. But if you listen to the tiny ones, bigger ones come. So, like for me personally, there was something hard I went through recently. I think that was part of the catalyst. For all of the, all of what I'm doing now is because I just I had to throw myself into my work to just not worry about that thing that was happening. And so I did. I just I threw myself into the things that I had to get done, the things that I felt moved to do, the things that I felt inspired to do. It doesn't matter how little or how big it is. I mean, ironically, in, the, in, in a few weeks, I've gotten 10 chapters of my book edited, whereas before it had taken me an entire year to get the first five chapters edited. There comes something from focusing. But coming back to this question about the learning curve of, of living a guided life, why don't we? Because we don't think it's going to work. And even when it starts to work, we start thinking that it's going to run out. We feel like it's a, almost a magic genie where we only have three wishes. Not understanding and knowing that all we're doing is we're being given guidance every moment. If we listen, it will serve us. And if we listen, it will also serve other people around us. Leo Tolstoy has this amazing quote that says, it is within my power either to serve God or not to serve Him. Serving Him, I add to my own good and the good of the whole world. 
Not serving him, I forfeit my own good and deprive the world of that good which was in my power to create. Leo Tolstoy So when we follow these divine promptings, these divine, I like calling them divine commands, it will bless our lives and it will bless the world's lives. When we don't, when we don't follow them, we forfeit our own good and the good of the whole world. Now, understanding that, I still know there's people out that are like, this can't work. Well, it does work. We just have to stick with it long enough to trust it. I mean, that's where the It's Possible Challenge comes in. And if you're not playing along, just join us on, on Wednesdays in the morning. I post a video sharing what I accomplished that week if I accomplished my challenge or not. And then I also introduce my next challenge. For example, my next challenge this week is to learn a part on the guitar that I haven't been able to get in probably two months of practicing. But that's what I felt. That's what I felt inspired to do. So what becomes my most important focus? That. Now, I might be thinking, well, I've got to work on businessy stuff. I've got to make sure I'm getting all the stuff done that I need to. The most important thing I have to do is whatever the Spirit directs me to do. And if it's learning that guitar part, then that's the most important thing that I have to do. Now, when I check in with myself and I kind of ask the question, you know, I, I, I really ask Heavenly Father and say, hey, is this, is this it? Is this what you want me to be focusing on in this, on in this time? And I'll feel a sense of peace. Now, since I've kind of had to just throw myself into this to, you know, to overcome that challenging thing that happened in my life, I, I basically have become a little soldier for God. Whatever he tells me to do, I just go and do the best that I can. And as a result, some really cool things happen. I mean, even last week, there was, there was something that was really, really cool that happened that I might, I might talk about more at another time. But when we don't follow or even try to follow, because I think oftentimes people get so in their heads of like forcing something to come through. No. If you're learning to listen to this guidance, might I suggest that you just kind of sit there Go on a walk, go do something you enjoy, and get your mind off of overthinking about everything going on in your life. And then when the tiniest of inklings comes through and you're like, ah, that, that's it. And then when you feel good feelings in your body, that's telling you to do that. Well, the more that, the more that you practice a piano, the better you get, right? the more that you practice listening and following to this guidance, the more you will hear it. And the more your life will become more amazing than you could ever imagine. Now you might be thinking, well, no, I've got to follow all these experts' advice. You don't. There, there might be certain experts placed in your life that have stuff for you, 
And there might be stuff that's not for you. You know, I recently talked, I, I saw this ad about how to grow your podcast. And my goal with the podcast is get it, get it out to as many people as possible to have the greatest level of impact on the world. And I talked to him and the more he talked about his strategies of building the podcast, I mean, up to even relaunching the podcast. So taking every episode off that I already have up and putting them all back on as almost a trick on the pod, the podcast. The more he talked, the more I, I just knew that wasn't it. And he was, he was a nice guy. He was kind. But that wasn't the path. We, we think that God is going to guide us in the way that somebody else has been guided. You know, for, for Michael Neal, he, he thought that because he was starting to live this guided life, that he was going to end up like Sidney Banks and living on this remote island in the middle of nowhere. And that wasn't what he wanted. And somebody told him, he's like, well, Michael, why would, why would inner wisdom guide you differently or guide you the exact same as Sidney Banks? And he hasn't. And even for myself, I, I feared that God would guide me to, my, my dad has been a religious teacher and I, I fear that the spirit would guide me that same way. And ironically, even when I went down that path, the spirit was trying to guide me out of that path. There's a scripture in the book of Mormon in a book called Alma 29 that it basically says, oh, that I were an angel. That you know, that he could go out and basically preach repentance to the world. Well, guys, the Spirit is going to guide you exactly where you're meant to be. And, ex- and it's going to be the path that you are going to be happiest on. Truly, I, I truly believe that the scripture that men are that they might have joy And he really does. He wants so much happiness for you, but he's going to guide you your way. Ironically, plenty of the times that we think we're being guided, but we feel kind of off. He's not guiding us. We just think we're supposed to go that way. The entire time going down that route of becoming a religious teacher called a seminary teacher, I just felt, well, if you listen to episode 84, I explain it pretty well. But I just, it just felt off and off and off and yuck. And just because that was the spirit telling me, Joseph, this isn't your path. You know, we are guided. If you feel good about doing something, that is guidance telling you to go forward. If you feel yucky, like you're walking into a bad neighborhood, that's saying stop. You know, when something just feels off, you know, some, for example, another is, you know, some guy could be in front of you telling you all these wonderful and amazing things. And part of it sounds really, really good, but part of it just seems really, really off. That, it's telling you no. And the more time that you spend seeking to follow the impressions in the, that you receive and the promptings that you receive, and the more that you ask on them and the more that you're going to get. 
There's a scripture in a book called Doctrine and Covenants, 636, that says, look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. Guys, that's our license to be able to ask Heavenly Father and say, hey, is this coming from you? Is this, is this what you want me to do? And if it is, you'll feel good feelings. And if it's not, you'll feel off. I, I remember just recently, I, I, I had a thought to call somebody and I kind of just have, you know, lots of random thoughts come through my head. And I checked in with the spirit and I didn't feel anything. And I checked in again and I didn't feel anything. And I called them and they happened to be in the middle of dinner with their family. And they were like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> you know, basically type of deal. That, so we learn by trial and we learn by error. We learn by fire. We learn by just throwing ourselves into this. Now, it, one other thing that you can do with the It's Possible Challenge, it really is. It's just a weekly challenge, Wednesday to Tuesday. What are you going to get done? Is ask yourself, what is it that I'm being guided and inspired to do this week? It could take you 10 minutes. It could take you a couple hours. It could take you even more hours than that. But what is it that you're being guided to do? And then make a decision that you're going to do it. As I have done that, even over the past month or so, experiences have begun to come into my life that I couldn't even imagine. That one of them, it had me, it had me sitting there saying, Oh my goodness. I mean, so yeah, like it just had, it had me sitting at this really, really cool event saying, could this be my life? Like really, could this be my life? And it led to connections. Like it was just, it was just amazing. I've been sitting here debating how much of this story I wanted to tell, but so what happened was last week I had I had a friend reach out to me that's also a former client and says, "Hey, some of us are going up north to a city called Prescott and we're going to go see this we're going to go see a friend of mine perform in a band." Now truthfully, when I got this text, I was like, "Uh, Prescott's a couple hours away." And so we'd drive up for a couple hours, we'd see a show and we'd come back and I'm like, "Uh, but instead of instantly just saying no, I checked in with the spirit and I felt really, really good about this choice. Like I felt like this was, this was a good thing. I just felt peace. I felt, I felt good. Like it didn't feel off. It felt like there was something right about this. And so I text back, yes. And I ended up going, I ended up having a, a beautiful conversation with my former client in the car, along with the other people we rode with, and hearing about some really cool things happening in their life. And then we got to Prescott, we hung out, and then when it was, and we went to this really delicious pizza place, it's called Bill's Pizza. And then after that, we went to this, we went to this uh, concert. Well, it turns out the concert was at like some private party that this man was hosting for his wife. And so we, there was a handful of us because my, 
my friend knew the musician that was performing, but this was like a really, really small event. And as we got there, like it was, you know, we, they had like a velvet rope across and they had our names on a list and we had to, you know, tell them our names and, you know, and then we could walk through the rope and get in the concert. But it was interesting because as we got there, like, you know, it was this really cool underground club and there was a couch right in front of the main stage wide open. So we went and sat down and we ended up enjoying this wonderful concert by this, the band, the band's name is Ofi, O-F-I. And it was amazing. I mean, this was like, you guys know how it goes. It's like, hey, my friend's performing in this band. And it's like, oh, your friend's performing in this band. That's nice. Guys, it was, it was incredible. If you want to look up one of my, one of my uh, favorite songs of theirs is called A Little Bit Dangerous. And, and it was interesting because, you know, intermission, I ended up talking to the lead singer and, you know, we just talked for a few minutes. And then at the end of the set, he actually invited me on stage. So he invited me on stage to sing Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. And as I was, now keep in mind, this, this party was exclusive, but not, not for our group. It was for somebody else. And so I even checked in with the birthday girl from stage and was like, hey, is this cool with you? And she's like, yeah, it's totally fine. And, and so then, so I sang, you know, radioactive with this group on stage and it was a lot of fun. I had a really good time and, and, uh, the lead, lead singer is, you know, just one of the nicest guys. And I, I talked to him more than the other guys. The other guys are nice too. Well, and then after the, after the concert was over, I went up and, you know, I got his, we, we exchanged information and I also was able to connect with the person throwing the party that, you know, just is this really good guy. And then, you know, in the next few days, I was able to connect with a lead singer and, and we just had this really, really cool conversation. I mean, we talked for, you know, we talked for quite some time and just made a, a really good friend. Now, I have, I have no idea what else will come out of any of that. What I do know is I sat there on that couch. It was either after or before I had gone up and sang. And I was like, oh my goodness, could this be my lie? All of those connections I didn't, I didn't make. I mean, it was my, I mean, the list of those connections to, for that event to happen were, you know, crazy in themselves. Like this, this band was performing up in Utah and this couple, they happened to see them and they became friends and you invited them down. I mean, we like, it's, it's crazy how much stuff has to happen. But I sat there on the couch saying, could this be my life? And you know what? I begin to believe a little bit more in the path that I'm taking. What I mean by the path is not necessarily just coaching and such. I, I mean the path of, oh, I'm just going to follow what I'm inspired to do. What if I would have turned down that experience and found out about it later? Oh, I would have been so frustrated. <laughs> like I would have been so frustrated. 
we have no idea the experiences that God has for each of us ready and waiting to give us to him. Like there's a scripture in, in uh, Doctrine and Covenants 111.11. And if you're a numbers person, those are some pretty interesting numbers, right? And it says, Be ye as wise as serpents and yet without sin. And I will order all things for your good as fast as you're able to receive them. Well, I don't know about you guys. I, I, want, I want those things to be ordered as fast as possible. Well, the way that's done is by simply following the guidance and direction that you receive. When you follow that guidance in that direction, things happen. I, I have no idea what else is going to happen from this experience. Maybe I just made a really cool friend. Or, I mean, like, I have no idea. And you know what? It just doesn't matter. We try to take it upon ourselves to do all the work. The best connections I've ever made in my life. I have had nothing to do with other than showing up. I felt inspired to do something. I showed up and good things happen. But when you're inspired to do something and you just show up and do what you're inspired to do, good things happen. I mean, even this last week when, when, when Heavenly Father's like, okay, Joseph, we're going to tackle that part of Sweet Child of Mine again that you didn't get for months, but somehow you're going to get it this week. <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Like again? I was just going to kind of bury that and be done with that challenge and go on to other challenges. Our lives are so incredibly guided. There's a beautiful scripture in the Book of Mormon called 2 Nephi 32.5. It says, basically says, the Spirit will show unto you all things that you should do. Could you imagine if you had a GPS that told you turn by turn the best directions to take in your life all the time? And if you actually listened? You know, funny enough, that morning that we drove up to Prescott, or we, we drove up in the afternoon, but that morning, I, I, the night before, I just randomly decided to watch The Office from the beginning. <laughs> I don't know why. I just kind of decided that I was going to do that. It was late. And, you know, why not watch The Office at 12 o'clock at night or later? And it was funny because the next morning I was eating my breakfast and I was about to turn on The Office. And the Spirit's like, hey, you got to get started on your stuff. I've got certain things that I get done every day. He's like, hey, you got to get started on that right now. I finished my stuff right before and even a little bit after I had to leave to go to Prescott. True, true story. So we are guided and directed, whereas I've had other times I've been guided and directed and I haven't done what I've been told. Like one of the nights I, I was guided and directed earlier to play the, to practice my guitar for the day. And I didn't. So I ended up playing at like 1130 at night or something crazy like that. So we get to decide if we're going to listen or not. But coming down to practical steps, because I know some of you guys like those, what is the practical step for learning this learning curve of listening to this guidance? It would simply be, what's the one thing you're inspired to do and make that the most important thing you can do in this next week? Like Now, if you're listening to this at the beginning of the week and want to join the It's Possible Challenge, my purpose in doing that is having everybody 
you know, comment on the video and say, oh, this is what I'm working on today. This is what I'm working on today. This is what I'm going to get done this week. Oh, I learned this while I was, work- while I was doing this. It, it's to get this giant almost accountability forum for everybody, just, you know, just simply on social media, where everybody's commenting and inspiring everyone else around them to do really cool things. You know, there's, so that would be my invitation to you. You know, and if obviously, even, well, even if you're starting this on a Monday, or even I, these are released on Sunday morning, even though I record them before then. But it's just picking one single thing that you can do even before this Wednesday. It doesn't matter how tiny is tiny it is. We're just getting in the habit of getting on this learning curve. The way that you get better at anything is by doing it. It's by trying. And so this learning curve of listening to this guidance, listening to the spirit, listening to this inner voice is simply taking the inspiration that you're given and acting on it. You know, in James, it says, you know, faith without works is dead. So we have the faith to to believe that we can do it, and then we show it by actually doing it. So whatever your tiny thing is, and you're still welcome to go back on the video on the It's Possible Guy page on Instagram, and you're welcome to post on there. Say, hey, this is what I'm going to get, get done in the next few days. You know, and, and if, you're, if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, awesome. You can, you can post it on there too. But this is the way. The only way to learn to better follow the guidance that we receive from the Spirit is to follow it and see what happens. Well, since I've started following it, some really amazing things have happened. And more and more amazing things will continue to happen. No, I don't know where those will lead, and I don't have to. Because as long as I show up and do what I'm inspired to do, and it's funny because I think even this week, as I'm thinking about it in this moment, I think Heavenly Father's testing me a bit. And he's saying, okay, well, you worked on those other things. And yeah, you got some you know, motivation and stuff in there with the Marie Kondo comics and, and such. But now he's saying, okay, well, do you trust me enough to practice the guitar enough to finish that riff? Well, do I? Hey, if it works for that for Joshua's people to walk around a city seven times and it's a fall, then maybe, just maybe, it works for us, no matter what we're inspired to do. To just go forward and do it. Go forward and get it done. And start just taking the tiny steps. This week, you don't have to pick the biggest, most horrendous thing that you have to get done. Truly, like, Ask the Spirit, what am I being guided to do? What am I being guided? Where am I being led? And simply doing it. And you will see your life become more and more and more amazing. So once again, what is it in this moment you're feeling inspired to do? Will you do it? Go and do it. There's a pretty amazing life waiting on the other side of just following that spirit. 
And then as you start to see those things, go ahead, post them in the comments on, on, on my Instagram page. And you will truly be amazed in awe and wonder at some of the miraculous things that will begin to happen in your life as you simply follow, commit, and do what you're guided to by the Spirit. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.